life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Standing in my dojo on a Sunday afternoon, and I'm looking around the four walls to our principles, our dojo rules, talks about all the things we need to maintain, get through life, help on our journey in life. And, you know, most recently, I got to tell you, I got to ask you this question. I've been having a lot of thoughts that just seem to be bouncing around. And, you know, I'm realizing that I'm responsible. I'm my worst enemy because I set those walls up. And so once I tear those walls down, and it's so, again, so ironic because a couple of weeks ago, we had these yellow belts training for yellow belt, white to yellow, and they had to bust through these boards. I say all the time, you know, bust through the wall, bust through your barriers, bust through the things that keep stopping you in your tracks. And here, you know, mental ricochet is about busting those walls down, taking those walls down one brick at a time. Or if you need, grab a sledgehammer. And you know, talking to you a couple minutes ago, you had a really good thought, and I'd like to share it with everybody. We create our own barriers, those walls that you refer to. We decide, we determine which way it's going to go. So when you get up in the morning and you put a wall in front of you, uh, and you then put another wall in front of you, and then you put another wall, and you can label these walls. They can be depression, anxiety, fear, chaos nonsense. You are your worst enemy. And you know, if you really think about it, you control those choices through free will, like we talked about. But there's a way around it. As an example, if you watch water, water flows. And when it meets an obstruction, what does it do? It goes around it and continues flowing forward. And that's really the Okay, you can move around these obstacles that you create if you so choose and keep on moving forward. Nothing in life is free and nothing in life prevents you from doing what you need to do when obstacles present themselves and obstacles being challenges, fear, confusion, self-doubt, anxiety, depression, all of these things. You can move around it just like water. Keeping with that analogy, yeah. water always follows the path of least resistance. But you're making me think exactly. here, Bernie. We don't do that. We keep those walls no. up. We choose to keep those walls up because maybe they give us a safe uh, sense of comfort or a sense of security. But it's false security and there's self-imposed walls. Right. But I am convinced that the reason that most people build these walls, as Tim was saying, is because of their own inadequacies and their own insecurities and their own lack of vision and their own understanding of the way the journey goes. And when that happens, you need something that you can gravitate toward, and it's generally in a very negative way. So that, you know, when you listen to disinformation or when you listen to truths that they make as lies, what it's doing is it's really penetrating your own biases that you've created, whether they're true or they're not or real or what, you've created them. And what you've done is you've cemented them, you've hardwired them into your brain. And so when people like Tim talk about, well, what's the way out? Well, the way out is watching water. Like you said, water moves around the obstructions and it flows onward and forward and to me to everlasting freedom. It does. And the thing is, is that 
when we put these walls up, they're negative walls. They're, as you said, they're fear. And, and, you know, let's face it. I mean, as good as a lot of people I know are, it's just such a strange time. And, and people are feeling threatened and fearful. And so, yes, the walls are going to go up. They always go up since the beginning of time. But what happens is when we put the wall of fear up and the wall of indecision and the wall of anxiety and all these different things, there's no more room for apathy and no more room for love and caring and sharing. And I see it. I mean, I know it. we're getting closed up. And I think this is just well, a reminder in what you're saying and what I'm trying to say and what my experiences have been with the mental ricochet is got to knock these walls down. Because if we well, don't, he, nobody else is going to do it for us. Well, one of the difficulties in what I've experienced from just talking with people is that most people today are feeling very alone, not so much lonely, but alone that they don't feel connected to anything or anyone. And so they're wandering in this, in this fog uh, and not knowing what direction to go in. It's like being lost in the desert, not knowing uh, where you're going because you don't have a fixed point. You don't see a fixed point. And this loneliness or being alone and feeling that you need something to attach yourself to, to make you feel good about yourself, even if it's a bunch of nonsense, even if it's all of these conspiracies, it allows a person to attach to something that they feel is bigger than themselves, even if it's wrong, and they don't see it. So I think that loneliness and being alone is a key component in the way people are adjusting or not adjusting, and in showing them that if they look at the example of water, that they're really not alone if they have faith in the Creator that the creator will never abandon them. All they need to do is move forward around the obstacles, just like water. Uh, martial arts related analogy, Chi Sao, sticky hands. It's an exercise that Wing Chun practices, but many different styles have their own versions of sticky hands, but it's a sensitivity drill to teach you to follow the path of least resistance and to not fight force necessarily with force. With sticky hands, you want to maintain continuous contact with your partners or your opponent's arms and your hands. You're feeling their energy and you're working off of that and you want to control the natural instinct to stiffen your muscles and fight force with force. You have to just relax, break down those walls, knowing when to root and when to expand. But that's the essence of sticky hands. Sure, that's a, a typical you know, principle of Tai Chi, to be able to expand and to root. But, you know, in Tai Chi, that is something that sticks into my mind all the time. Even if you're employing your sticky hands, which I love to do, you're feeling one's, another person's energy, but you're also feeling and concentrating more on your own. Mm-hmm. If that person is able to draw you into their energy, their current, or let's call it their hate or aggression, the next thing you lose your root, you lose your ability to stand up, and the next thing you're on the ground. So, you know, when you talk about the Tai Chi and the philosophies of Tai Chi, they're, they're very open and very general, you know, to be able to expand your mind, to be able to expand your spirit, to be able to expand your own self, you've got to have root. You have to have roots. Before a car or a truck can pull out of snow, they've got to have tread. They've got to have root. You can talk about all the expansion in the world, but if you're not rooted to something, in reference to Bernie's statement about faith and his creator, and if you're not rooted, then you're just going to have this mental ricochet of bouncing back within all the fears and anxieties. 
So I think everything is, yes, being taken away. Relationships, group settings, all the different things. Well, that's what it is. At the bottom line is the end of the day, hey, that's what it is. And so we still have to find our way to root and get a firm understanding of who we are. Because, as Bernie said once before, the greatest enemy is not others. It's within ourselves. Period. And as soon as we realize that and collectively come together with good thinkers and inspirational things and read good things and the proper diet in the mind, then we can move forward with proper route and be able to expand. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. It simply comes down to a very simple thought. And that simple thought is that you control your choices. You are responsible for you. Your decisions will create whether you choose the light or the dark, whether or not your journey is successful. You are responsible for that. No one else is. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Steve Mittenin social media.com.